You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media West of Scotland football show. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. I'm delighted to welcome this week's special guest. It's a privilege to introduce Colin Riley from the Vela Clay Manager. Colin, welcome to the show, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks very much Scott, I appreciate the offer to come on. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure, looking forward to it. How's, uh, we'll touch about and obviously Vela Clay start of the season, but obviously it's 150th anniversary of the club, a lot of kind of a monumentous kind of occasion for the club. How much is it? What's the kind of occasion been like for the club so far this season? Yeah, I mean it's massive for the club. 150 years, as you've said. Um, the club's um, they're looking forward to the season ahead. They've they went ahead and got centenary strips. They've got speakers' night um, sort of planned and stuff like that. So the guy, the committee, and in the, in the back, in the back, are um, yeah, certainly try to. Try to make it as an as an eventful piece as it can. Um, we've also got Lee Morrison, who's been at the club just over ten years. So we're trying to do a testimonial sort of period for him as well during that time of it being the anniversary. So it'll be nice sort of to jump on the back of that for Lee. Yeah, absolutely as well. And obviously the the whole thing with a big occasion like that, with a, a monumental season as you want the season to start well on the park, and it certainly has. We'll we'll just get through your kind of season so far. Seven with six wins out of seven games, sitting in 18 points, three points behind Kelo, but as we'll talk about later on, that league is very, very competitive. You must be really pleased with the start of the season because a lot of really good results, as we say. Saturday, you went to be leaving one 4 now there's big results against East Bride. Some really, really impressive results so far. You must be delighted with how it's went so far. Yeah, we've started well. Um, we sort of we've took it from pre-season. Pre-season went really well. We, we played um, from Jaffa. We beat from Jaffa during pre-season and Kind of kicking ourselves for the first game of the season, to be honest with you. We'd, the week before, we were due to play Cumbernauld in our last friendly, and we were, we'd, we'd five or six boys short, and we thought, you know what, we'll just give the boys a weekend off. Gave the boys a weekend off, um, and then sort of went into the Tuesday game, a bit of a heavy session on the Tuesday, and then went into the Lanark game on the Saturday, and we didn't have any strikers available, so we ended up playing two of our midfielders as strikers, and came back and bite us. We, just, we were very leggy, the pitch... The grass was really low. It just didn't suit us at all, and we were a bit off it. You know, we weren't, we weren't, we didn't have that press that we had, and um, so, so yeah, we were disappointed with the first game, but certainly from them, we picked it up. And yeah, listen, we're just taking it a game at a time. Um, we've, we've made a good start. There's no, there's no doubt about it. We've got a target on our backs now with this, with these six games. But as I said to the boys on Saturday, it's just a start. We start again on the, on next Saturday. You know, that's the start of the next one, and that's important. It's a big game against Larkhall. Um, but yeah, certainly we're happy with the start we've made. But yeah, we need to move forward. We we need to keep we keep chasing that next result. You know that that's the next important one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just going through a couple of games, I want to kind of touch on individually. The the opening game against Lanark was obviously a, a tough one, a one 0 defeat. But you, I mean, you've kicked on for that two big wins. Vela played four, uh, Port Glasgow one, then you beat Delray at home as well. They're two kind of big games. But the one I want to touch on was the 5-0 win away to Kaluk. The, 
to win that kind of big margin as well. Kulik, obviously, a team maybe struggling at the bottom of the league, but you need to obviously go, go and win those games and not be complacent. But that must have been a big result, just going there and keeping a clean sheet and being really kind of ruthless on the part. Yeah, I mean, the Kulik game, to be honest with you, we'd rotated the squad a wee bit because we'd played, obviously, the, the two games against Endo Ryan and Port, and there's two teams that are physical teams, you know, you know what you get when you get into games against that. So we, we felt we just had to rotate it a wee bit, freshen it up. Um, but again, a couple of boys had uh, it was due, it was around the time when a lot of boys had flu and stuff like that as mm-hmm. well. So um, we were into the game, freshened it up, and listen, we were, we were we were really really good. We kept the ball a four G pitch suits us the way we play as well. We try and get the ball down and we play and we get the ball wide. We done really really well. We kept it, we kept the ball for fun. Um, it was enjoyable to watch, you know. We scored quite early and then we didn't score again for our 20 25 minutes or a wee bit tense case, you know, it could become one of those games. But the boys were brilliant, they kept it well. And um, boy Sinky that we've got in, um, who's obviously played at a lot higher level, ended up scoring the hat trick. I think it ended up with the perfect hat trick. He scored a, a left, a right, and overhead kick. <laughs> brilliant. And one game, obviously, well, we're recording this in Junior Cup weekend, but the the game against Gart Cairn in the Cup, that must have been because obviously with a team two two divisions higher up, there's obviously a fear, but you held yourself well. A two-each draw and obviously penalties was the the, kind of, the way it goes. It was unlucky. How did you feel about the Did you take a lot of pride in the Gart Cairn game in terms yeah, of performance? Well, to be honest with you, Scott, we were so disappointed. We, we felt we'd done more than enough to win the game in 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, although... Two or three minutes to go, we were two one down, but we felt we created so many chances. Listen, we competed with them for ninety minutes, and they knew they were in a game from the start. Um, and 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 to be fair to the manager, came up to us and thanked us and said, "Look, that was a proper game. Well done." She just gave us everything. Um, so yeah, we're disappointed, but we're encouraged at the same time because yeah. myself and Del, also Del's in with me, who we were, we were together at Bells Hill together, but Del since he's left Bells Hill, he's in with us now. We spoke about it and we said, look, that's the level where we are. Um, we, we, we know we've got a squad capable of going and competing at that level. And we've got 60, 70 pound players in our squad who are getting 10, 15 pounds. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the level that we're at because we're able to offer them that platform to go and play and enjoy it. Listen, I find myself on the sessions that I put on, the guys when they come to training, they know that it's done right. Um, everything we try and do about the club is as professional as problems. So that's how we're able to attract better players with virtually no budget at all, to be honest. But the boys will come, they'll come and enjoy it. So we know that we're going in against Gart Cairn and in two weeks' time we're going against Peters Hill. They'll go and compete at the high level. And and, and it won't be it won't be that we'll we'll launch the ball that we'll get belief we'll get belief in our players, our players will get belief in each other, they trust each other, that will go and play. You know, so it's encouraging, and um, we're starting to build build momentum. And listen, it's it's just a start, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. Yeah, absolutely as well. And as you say, that momentum obviously goes into the the Kelo game home. The t- Kelo obviously, I think they've started six games, six wins. They've been kind of unbeaten, really good start to the season. But a three-two win away at, away to Kelo, obviously league leaders, a lot of pressure, but massive result. How did you feel after that? Listen, we went into that game. Um, knowing they'd gone six games in a row, we conceded after three or four minutes as well. So 
it was very it showed the, the boys character and how well how well they came on came on from last year last year we last year we went down there we probably went on taking a bit of a tanking to be honest but we've got a bit of characters in that changing room now we we conceded that early but we still believed in ourselves and listen they'll they'll if you speak to them yourself they'll they'll, they'll say that they got they got a bit of a doing that day we kept the ball for fun, but we just couldn't we just couldn't get through them. The the keeper was just he was putting it out everywhere. It was it was sensational. I can how good he was. It was unbelievable. The size of him and like you're looking at the thing, get it either side and you're going to score. The boy was sensational. He was putting it from everywhere. Um, but at half time we went in. It, I think it was one each at half time. I made a small change about one of our midfielders to just go and play in the hole rather than going getting it wide and playing through them wide. We wanted to try and play them through the, through the middle of the park. And try and play through them with third man runs and stuff. And listen, we ended up we ended up doing that with three one three one up quite comfortably, and managing the game. Missed a penalty. We missed three or four open chances. Then they score with two or three minutes to go, and it's about oh here we go. But listen, the boys stood up, showed a bit of character, defended well the last couple of minutes, and saw out the game. It's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been a great start to the season. We'll get your thoughts on your, your win against Real Leaving on Saturday later on when we talk about the third division. But we'll move into talking about a bit with the kind of action over the weekend. We'll start, obviously, with the Junior Cup. Just a kind of rundown of some of the results. The likes of Darvo, a 10-1 win over Glentana. I mean, that's what Darvo do. Auchinleck, a 4-2 win away to Rossville. That sets up a, a quite interesting occasion in the next round as Auchinleck will host Darvo. And I think that'll be the, the tie of the round. But... I want to kind of start with Darvo because obviously during the week it's kind of the Auckland Lake thing as well. They've signed Jamie Glasgow, kind of big signing as well. But I mean, with that, with Darvo, obviously they've they've won 10-1. You see the insane squad depth they've got, like Sir Craig Moore getting four goals, and he's probably not even first choice striker at the moment. So it shows the depth they have. But Jamie came straight in, scored in his debut. As a manager, obviously the Having all those players at the disposal was obviously brilliant for kind of squad depth and for, for injuries and things like that. But you've also got this wee thing as well that I think Mick will be keen to kind of keep an eye on as you've got to keep that all those players happy because yeah. you've got so many starting players who I think it's fair to say would probably get into every other team in the league. But when you've got six players fighting for three positions, you're going to have times where you're going to up, like, upset. So that Mick, I think Mick will manage it no bother. But it's how would you feel about that as a manager having all those kind of Really good players at your disposal. Yeah, listen, we're, 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 not, we're, we're not at Davos level by no means, but we've certainly got that issue ourselves. We've got a 20, 21 man squad, um, and you need to have the depth. If you're going to be successful, you have to have the depth. When you get a 40 game season, at least um, in our league, certainly. So it's, it's about talking, it's, it's all about communication, making sure boys know that they'll get their chance, and when they, when they get their chance, it's up to them. I mean, they have to take responsibility. That they have to look after themselves um, and make sure that when they do get them ch- their chances, that they're ready for it. Um, and then, then being consistent with your message is what I feel. If you're telling this to players, you have to give them a chance. When they do get their chance, then they keep their place. So, and that's a big thing for me. Is it's, it's all about communication, being consistent with the message that you're sending out. Yeah, absolutely. I think obviously you see it's a massive scoreline, a ten-one victory, and there's that thing as well. I think when you're playing against a team who maybe have, you know, who are certainly inferior in terms of budget and things like that, but Darwin are just ruthless, and you've seen that already. They just they have so much at their disposal, and they're 
they, they don't give up. That's the thing. It's not like a case of five or six now. I think players, yeah. some players would put the foot, take the foot off the gas and just kind of throw it down. But Darvel just want to get goals. And I think that's a very admirable thing as well because I think you've got to look at it that way that right, we need as many goals as possible. You're, you're playing for your, your it's that with the thing with squad depth. You're playing for your slot in the team every week. So yeah. you need to show and that's a massive result as well and it sets up obviously that's really interesting occasion next in the next round. Yeah, yeah, and it's testament to, to, to Mick and obviously Southie that they've got that hunger up amongst the squad. Um because certainly if you're going to be successful you need to have that you need to use your squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Auchinleck obviously four two away to Ross Vale. Auchinleck obviously do it time and time again in this competition. But as we say, it's going to be a different test in the next round. It's going to be I would say this is probably the the tie of the tournament already. I think, well, this this could be a very interesting thing to decide who actually goes on and competes at the, the tail end of the tournament. But a massive one for Auckland Lake as well. Yeah, but I'll say I'm be interested to um, someone in the middle to just go and watch that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Just run through some of our results as well involving the Premier teams. Arthur four Luger now. We also come not beat Ashfield in penalties after a 1-1 draw. Come I want to touch on as well because Ashfield obviously have started well, but I mean, Cumnock did it in penalties. It's you have to do it one way, and I think these are two kind of really, really good teams. I think Ashfield are actually a team to watch this season because that's going to Cumnock is never an easy place to go, but holding them off to penalty kicks is a massive, a massive statement. Yeah, we've got Ashfield in a couple of weeks actually in one of the cups. Um, so looking forward to that for a couple of good results. So um, Cumnock, I keep an eye on Cumnock. Um, also the boy Jordan Moore we had at Bell Hill when I was there. And, I've done quite a bit of work with Jordan and myself um, you know, at Bell's House, so also keep, an eye, keep in touch with him and sort of sending me messages saying well done and stuff like that. So it's good to see him doing well as well and he's got everything in the locker, so I think he can go even higher. Um, he's a cracking lad, works hard, so I keep an eye on the come-up results. Um, it's good to see them doing well. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Hurlford as well, 7-0 win over Dundee downfield. Rob Roy continuing their good start to the season, 3-0 win over Dundee North End. Obviously, with us, the kind of the Premier team's gone after, and obviously five one away to Rothier Rovers as well. That was a, I think that was a big game for going after because I I speak to a couple of punters. I know that kind of they've not been impressed with the way they've been playing, but obviously if you're getting results and you're playing kind of a tough way, it still works, and yeah. you you know that as well. Like it's it's not always about the performances. It's got you've got to just get the results, and going to a place like Rothier is never easy. Yeah, I mean. Um, but I actually speak to Steve quite quite a bit. Um, I have a mutual friend in that, so he's he knows the game. You know, he's, he he'll set his standards high, and I'm sure he won't be happy. But the happy thing, if, if they're not playing well, I'm not too sure how they're playing. But listen, they keep winning, and they keep getting points on the board, or they keep getting out the next round of cups. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Horrorford and Rob Roy continuing their good starts as well. How impressed have you been with them so far? Yeah, I mean, Rob Roy, I know KP uh, well, so he was with us at um, Bell's Hill, the keeper. Um, I see he saved, I think it was two penalties at yeah. the weekend there. Um, so, yeah, I know he, he's another one that's um, he set standards high as well, and he'll be a bit disappointed with the, with the penalty that he saved, then went and caused a foul, and the, then he saved the other penalty. But listen, Rob Roy have done fantastic, haven't they? They're in some run as well. I'm not yeah. sure how many games they've won in a row, but they've done well. Yeah, I mean, we had Maxi on a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about just how impressive it's been because you've you've got to you've got to balance it as well. Like it's, I don't think a lot of people, including myself, I, I, we don't. I didn't think Rob Roy would be kind of. I, I thought they would do okay. I didn't think they would be kind of sitting top of what kind of the top two places in the league after four games. I certainly didn't think that. But 
it's balancing it as well because it, I mean you've got if you're doing it in the league and the cup, you're you're balancing your squad well. But it's not a big squad like we, we spoke about like Darrell's squad depth. Stuart doesn't have that level of resources as well. So it's a it's it's a shows you how much of a good job he's doing, kind of balancing that squad and kind of going for it in most competitions. Yeah, it's a, it's a great job he's doing. I'm not sure in the depth that they've got, um, mm-hmm. but certainly just winning every week and just getting that mentality, that winning mentality in your dressing room and momentum, this all helps. Yeah, and B obviously beating Hermes as well too. 2-0, big result, big big results for the, the Premier teams, and it shows that they are obviously a, a, a better standard than most of the kind of other leagues in the that kind of area. So it shows you that, there is a there is a kind of big gap in terms of the juniors. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think you can pick that up. I mean, I, I fancied the Rock the weekend, and they were going up to Lockie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Lockie have been at the top end of the leagues up there for quite a long time. So, um, the Rock going up there and getting a, a victory yeah. sort of shows you that gap that's there. I think I think that's fair to say. Yeah, and obviously Lockie done really well in the Scottish Cup last week. So that I mean, St. Rock's going there and winning two ones a massive result. But obviously the f- couple of first division teams obviously in action during the week eh, during the weekend. Garkier six, they beat Bankery six one away. You've got like Selvis, obviously Coburnley two one away to Glasgow Perthshire. Coburnley game I want to touch on. Obviously we won't touch about the the kind of rumours we're hearing because we don't know them. But obviously on the field, Coburnley not an easy game going to Glasgow Perthshire. I know they've kind of been up and down so far, but they got the job done in the end and a big result for Tommy. Yeah, so we played Persia last year. I came in after 10 games last year and we started to play Persia twice. And one of the second or third last games, it was at Persia we played. And I'd never been there. I, I didn't know what to expect. But certainly, they, they put you under some amount of pressure. I'll give, I'll give them that. They, say, they create a good atmosphere. And the way they play, they just get the ball forward as quickly as possible and put you under pressure and try and play percentages. But... It's a tough place to go and to walk away with a result. It's, yeah, obviously pleasing. Absolutely. Thornley would go into Forest and win one nil as well. It's the thing with this cup is like you're going you're going big distances. That's enough in itself to kind of like change your mindset for a game. But going there and picking up wins, no matter how tight they are, it's so admirable when you see. Just yeah, I'm, I'm quite close with Jamie. Um, yeah. I just Thornley would be running our um, 2014's team together, our kids football. Um, so obviously I'm in regular contact with Jamie. I spoke to him after the game and he was saying it's just a horrendous journey. I think it's <laughs> nine o'clock or something he was getting home at. Um, but he said they'd done well. They'd created loads and loads of chances. Just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. But yeah, I mean, Jamie again is doing a great job there at Thornywood. Just kicking way above his mark there, isn't he? And he's, he's doing really well holding his own. Um, but yeah, another another great result. And he'll, he'll just keep building momentum from that and take into his league games. Yeah. Rather than... Uh... Beating Green up five one as well. All West tie. Rutherglen, I think, just seen a showed their class. I, I spoke to a couple of people at the game. I think Rutherglen were just magnificent in the day. Yeah, I think I think they've had quite a tough start in the league, haven't they? Um, but yeah, again, they'll show their class. I think that they've been there and done it as well. So I think maybe just a wee bit of time and they'll kick on again. Yeah, absolutely. And the result of the weekend, in my opinion, I don't know if you'll agree. Lark call three, Benbird one. Lark call, obviously, in your league, they've started quite well. And Ben Burb obviously last week beating the Donald Bluebell and that shows you Ben Burb are a really good side, but Lark Hall, how how impressed have you been with them and obviously that result on Saturday? Yeah, listen, I've not seen I've not seen also I've kept an eye on their scores and they've been scoring for fun recently. I don't know what's happened or if I've got anyone in, but I think they beat Lanark six three a couple of weeks ago, then beat someone else last week quite quite a good result. 
mm-hmm. og sådan i går, til bil bag. Men gasvogs er ret pludselig ude, men det er snart ikke for det andet team, i går, jeg var kåret en, en gær, og det så um, Så Ben Bob går ned om gennem 3-1, gennem bil 3-1, spørger på et kron, en kæft der, you know, they're really building something there, they've done well, scoring loads of goals, we play them next week, so I'll be doing a little bit of homework on the next couple of days. Yeah, we'll touch on that later on, obviously, he's used host lot call next week, but shots as well, when our team that went, had a, a busy journey, they went to Montrose, Rossley, and one two one. I just I just get so much kind of praise for teams going in, going in those distances, because as you, as you say, we've spoken about it a few times already, it's, it's the getting up early, it's the getting kind of yeah, and boys are sacrificing probably work as well. Aye, boys exactly. Are, do you know what I mean? So boys getting up early, cancelling a shift or whatever they've got and going up there and getting results, it's fair play to them, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the final result in the the first division teams, uh, Blantyre won 7-6 in penalties away to St Anthony's. Again, kind of St Anthony's probably will take a lot of confidence in that, the fact they held a good team like Blantyre to penalties. But again, kind of two West teams, kind of tightest of margins, it shows you there's... When they kind of play each other at times, there's, although they're in different divisions, there's a lot of teams can teams can have a real go and it's competitive. Yeah, definitely. And but the answer the answer is a decent side. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I speak to the manager quite not not a lot, but he comes to quite a lot of the Vale games and stuff because he he played for the Vale and um, Daniel they've done they've done well. Um, he's had a tough start, but I think now he'll start turning the corner. I think he's got a few bodies in. Speaking to him just last week, um, but but holding Blanc there, I mean Blanc at the top of the first, don't they? They're, mm-hmm. they're up at the top of the first division. They're round so, it, yeah. They're yeah, yeah. So I mean that's a that's a good good result for uh, Dance, but losing penalty is always a sticker, isn't it? I mean, ah, yes. Hand as we get up here, and there's ah. always there's a hero and there's a villain. Um, but yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, tough margins. But uh, we'll touch on the, the the kind of results over the the weekend the Junior Cup. Cool South were beat by a both Victoria two one. We also had you, you see like some Mary Hill beating New Mains four one in an all West tie. Mary Hill been that's that'll do them a world of good as well because I think they've needed a big result like that. They've kind of they've not had the best start. Yeah, I think they've been struggling. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I've seen them at the bottom of towards the bottom of their division. Um, but we played them last year when I was in at Bell's Hill um, as well, and, and they're not a bad side. They're, they're a decent side under the manager, but I think the manager's now moved to Bonington. Am I right in saying that? Yes, that's right. Yeah, so uh, Mark Young now, isn't it? Yeah, so um, listen, they'll take a bit of confidence with that and kick on, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tayport seven, Ardeer one. I think Tayport obviously have Tayport have got a lot of a lot of good players in their team. I think they will be up the kind of top of their league as well. But sword one for Ardeer. Yeah, it's a tough one to take. Another manager won't be too happy. We played in our pre-season friendly, quite a uh, competitive bunch. So um, certainly won't take any, any won't take that well at all. No, people are a top side or a top top side. I, mean, I don't know what they like these days, but certainly they've been a top side over the years, top junior side. Yeah, they've always been thereabouts in the kind of junior cup as well. And they yeah. do they're kind of around about the top of the league in there. The I think the Midlands League they're in, but they're yeah, they're always a they're always a top top side. May ball beating Wishaw as well. May ball have a good start. Yeah, very good start. Again, we played them last year as it fell so they're a tough side to play against. They're organised. Um a couple of Expos and our team are really, really decent. Yeah, I, was speaking, I was actually speaking to Danny, the Wisher manager, last week and he was frustrated uh, just with his start of the season and people carrying injuries and suspensions and holidays and struggling to get the, 
the same team on the park twice, and I've seen them. It's one of the hardest things you can do at this level is get the same team on the park twice. Um, so I've been in now 13 months at the Vale. I've never been able to do it once. Yeah. Um, so that, that's that's one of his, his frustrations just now. So um, hopefully they'll pick up as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but a great great weekend for the West teams in the the Junior Cup, and obviously we'll touch on the kind of previews for the the third round later on. But let's go into the Premier Division. Three games over the weekend. We start on Friday night. Kill one and two. Canvas Lang now goes from Kira Mood and Dylan Mack and give giving David Gormley side a two and a win. Again, a lot of people would have probably fancied Kill one in for that game, but you have to you have to win the game. And I think Bill reports Canvas Lang did not make it easy, but Kill one and did did chain a shoulder class and end up. Yeah, I think Canberra's kind of had a tough start, and yeah, I don't really like the one win and lost five. Yeah, they had a big result against Arthur the last week. Yes, yeah. I think the loss of the boy Gemmell's massive for them. We played them in a pre season, sort of Christmas, down the Christmas period last year. He played, and he's just another level. He's mm-hmm. he's, he's really, really good. Um, so I think even just his character and addressing him will be a a big loss for them and try, try to replace that is tough. It's not easy to find someone that's a leader um, like Gemmo. So, yeah, a good, a good result though, all the same with Kowinan. Uh, yeah, Kowinan. I think a big one for Kowinan as well. That's their set one of the season after four games of obviously the good run in the Scottish Cup and that'll be a big one for them in the league. But we'll move into the game at Newlands Field on Saturday. We had two games in the West uh, Premier Division on Saturday, but Pollock four, Clydebank one. By all reports, a very tight kind of Tightly, hotly contested game. Both guys, both teams were reduced to 10 men. But Pollock, I've said as well, they've been very impressive so far this season. They had the tough result against Bees, but they're getting it done. They're winning games. They're playing well. Stuart McCann's obviously scored a double, continues to do it at this level. Always kind of as in amongst the goals. Sean Byrne got a goal as well. Really good, really good performance from Pollock, actually. Yeah. It's one of the results you always look for because. Again, they've, they've got so much depth, I think. Yeah, I think they've got as much, maybe not as much as Darvel, but they've certainly got the depth around, around their squad. And they've got a good, a good youth set up and all, where they've got mm-hmm. players coming through their system if, if they're short. So we played them last year in the Cup and they'd rested some of the players. They'd played some of the youths and their youths coming through are, are, are really good as well. So I'm not, not surprised to see them doing really well. Tough one for Moff to take, right enough. I, I think Moff, I spoke to Moff after the... The Troon game, he's, he was kind of disappointed. Two wins for five games. I'm not. I think Moff will turn it round. I don't think there's any yeah. issue with that. But it's it's already. Can I know there's only five points between? I mean, you see how tight that league league is. But Clydebank won't want to be behind kind of that much. They will obviously want to compete at the top. They won't be wanting to get too far behind, and obviously they want to go on a run pretty quickly. Yeah, I've had Twitter dealings with, with Moff uh, over the pre-season. I've got a player in a loan, uh, we tied in a loan from him. So, again, understanding how he is as a manager. And mm-hmm. I think he'll turn it around. There's no, I don't think there's yeah. any two doubts about it. I mean, I think he's got very high standards. and He'll make sure that he turns it around. They work hard at getting it. So, I don't think there'll be any issues whatsoever at Clyde Bank. No, there definitely is. not I think they'll just be wanting to get a run together quickly. But... Two teams that maybe needed a win uh, and it resulted a one each draw. Irvin Medal won, Largs Thistle won. Largs are now up to seven points with six games, where Irvin Medal are in four points with four games. Irvin Medal obviously still have a few games in hand, but George will be wanting to get a, wanting to get a run going quickly as possible because he's just in the job. Obviously, results weren't going in their favour. Obviously, why? Obviously, Jamie and Colin are no longer there, but can I even resolve by the sounds of it? Spoke to a couple of people there. I think a draw was probably a fair result in the end up. It's difficult to come in at the time he's came in as well. And then mm-hmm. 
and try and try and get a run going. You need to try and get your own your own stamp on your team. It's not your team essentially. So um, I'm sure it'll take maybe take a couple of weeks for him to, to set his marker and and then try and kick on. But yeah, nothing wrong with starting with a draw is on the first game. No, definitely not. And it'll be it'll be tougher, George, because he'll, he'll want to make his own stamp in the squad. He'll just be what I think morale will be quite low. Just obviously with kind of two good guys like uh, James and Colin leaving. So coming in, it'll, it'll probably take a bit of time to settle. But we have to say about Lags as well. I mean, I was very, I was of the mindset that Lags would be would struggle this season. But so far, they've had seven points. They've only lost one game. They've drew four. They've had a good start. They just they'll maybe be wanting to convert a couple of their draws into wins, but. Seven points for, for six games. It's a, it's a decent enough start. Yeah, it's not sniffed it, is it? Um, no, they've, they've done well. I think it's a hard place to go to as well and, and get a result. So if they can try and, try and build on that and build a bit of focus at their home games, get results at their home, at home, then I'm sure they'll kick on. They'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be interesting to see how Wags end up. But obviously, two games in the first division, both ended in 1-1 draws. Johnson won, Cumbernauld won, and Bonneton got a late equaliser to hold Nielsen to a 1-1 draw. I think Nielsen were probably looking at that game as a chance to go top of the table, but they were held to a 1-1 draw. Bonneton getting their first points of the season. We'll start there. Big point for Bonneton. Gets them off the, the bottom of the league. Yeah, massive point. I mean, um, I think they've had a tough start in the team couple of doings as well so mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll take a bit of confidence from that the manager I think the manager he was the Mary Hill manager and by all accounts I had quite a couple of dealings with him trying to get friendlies and that organised seems a really really good guy and I think he works quite hard at the job as well so I'm sure he'll turn that around it mm-hmm. takes a bit of time he's just in he's trying to build that team back up so I'm sure he'll take his time and, and be successful yeah, I like Ross. Any time I spoke to him, he's been a really nice guy as well. And I think going into Bonnet, and I think there's a lot of expectation that they're they're going to struggle. But I think if they, you you seen Saturday there, and you saw against Clyde Bank, they were two one up against Clyde Bank in the cup. Yeah. They they can dig in. They've got a tremendous fight, and I think Ross will be implementing that. I think they want to get some players in. They want to kind of build, but. Obviously, with this league, we know. I mean, you look at this league and just know how stacked it is. It's going to be tough, and we know that. And it's going to be tough if you're not, if you've not got the kind of the players and things like that. It's going to, you need to get a run going to maybe try and get anywhere in this league. And there's so many good teams; it's hard to get a run going. I mean, we're seeing it. There's St. Cadets only team unbeaten, and they've only they've only played four games, and they're sitting in eighth position. So it shows you just how tight that league is. Yeah, it's a tough, tough league. Um, I speak to Jamie about it every week. Every week, we sort of talk to each other who, who they've who they've got and stuff like that. And it's, it's such a stuffy league. And every every game you go into play, it's bigger than the next. It's um, I think it'll be it'll be one of those. I think it'll be a winter league, really. Who can kick on in the winter? Um, and and, and who sort of drops off? I think um, the, the style of play that a lot of those teams will play. And the the winter will be it'll sort of determine who goes up and who goes down. I think. Aye, I think this is there's. I think your leagues and the third division is another league like this. I don't see a team breaking away. I don't. I think this will be this will go down to the final day. I think there'll be four or five teams round about the top all the way through the season. But Johnson won, Cumbernauld won. Two teams that have started pretty well. I know Cumbernauld obviously the three point deduction, but. Cumbernauld are sitting in six points with six games. Obviously, that doesn't reflect. They've actually had a good start. They've only lost one game. But Johnson as well, I want to touch on them. Seven seven games and they've got 11 points. 
That's a good start in this league. And I think a lot of people fancy Johnson to have a really good season. I think Jamie's done probably as good a job as anyone in that league and at the moment. And it's a massive, massive task for both managers as well. Cumberland was a good side and a draw was probably a fair result, I would have heard, as I've heard. Yeah, I mean, Johnson brought another tough place to go to to try and get a result. Um, but certainly, they did a great end to the season last year. They really kicked on. And I think after Christmas, they, I'm not sure they lost many games after Christmas. They kept winning and plugging away and getting results. Um, so, yeah, fair play to them. Both of them, Cumberland and all Tony's, Tony will have them. They'll be working hard behind the scenes as well. I mean, I don't think they've had, two, they've had, a, great, they've had a good start. They've, they've, I know they've lost three points, didn't they? Was that a... They lost, a, as it says here, an ineligible player. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, I that's think right. it was during the fiasco, but a lot of teams were getting caught with yeah. Yeah, ineligible players. A tough, a tough gig, that. Um, <laughs> a thankless task being a secretary, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. But only one game in the second division this weekend, and Glasgow University continue their really good run so far. I won the win over Yoker. A lot of people thought this would be a tight game. Glasgow Uni coming off an amazing result away to Forest last week in the cup in the Scottish Cup. What a, another really good result as well because Yoker, I think, have surprised a lot of people as well. They had a really good start and a big result for Glasgow Uni. Yeah, a massive result. Um, I think a lot of people fancy Yoker to go and win that league. It'll be certainly be right up the top of the league. So again, team we played last year very well organised, they've got a system that they play to, um, everyone knows their jobs, um, so fair play to Glasgow Uni, um, Glasgow Uni still playing at Airdrie Stadium, are they? Yes, they are, yeah. yeah so, 2-4 G team, so I can imagine it'd be quite a quick, well, well, uh, well played game, so yeah, well done, fair play to them. Yeah, absolutely, and Glasgow Uni go to Al- uh, host Albion Rovers in the next round of the Scottish Cup as well, so big occasion <laughs> for them, they'll have a massive, that'll be a massive occasion for the club as well. Third division, let's obviously start with the, the Vale Derby. Vale of leaving now, Vale of Clyde 4. Another big result for yourselves. What went right in the day? Yeah, so it was, it was, it was a good game. It was very, very feisty. I mean, they tried to, the Vale leaving, they certainly tried to, tried to create a, a, a feisty environment, you know, and try, try to bring us down. Yeah, there was a lot of free kicks and fouls in the game. I felt the referee lost control he was I don't like referees affecting the game at all but just felt it didn't protect the players enough and then the players were asking and questioning we was booking them so and then at half time you know there was a wee bit of early handbags and he comes in and chaps the door and sends my centre half off and sends their striker off so we're, we're both down to 10 men at half time and then I'm very positive. My, I won't. I won't really change. I, I'll always try and try and be attacking minded. So we changed the system slightly to be a, a little bit more aggressive uh, going forward. And yeah, we we got the ball down and we played. Um, we played. We played quite well. We got the ball down and enjoyed it. We're patient with it and played through them. We ended up scoring some three second half goals that were really really good. Brilliant. And obviously that means uh, they cannot. These are in a good position in the league, but. Kello against Atlantic United. These are two teams that I would probably say a lot of people would fancy, kind of, to be up there yourselves and like say around that league. It's any see between those kind of eight teams at the top of the league. Every game between them is going to be really, really kind of tight and competitive. But Kello are two 0 win. A big kind of result, obviously after your, when you beat them, obviously to go and kind of beat Larner, can I can another promotion, kind of tight team. Big result for Kello and obviously get some back in the top of the league. Yeah, I fancy Kelly the weekend to be fair. We're talking about this um, 
on Thursday at training. Fancy Kelly just they're just relentless with the pressure. They just they just don't stop. And uh, Lara are quite they're quite young. We've got quite a young side. Don't really have much experience on the side. We're not too experienced, but they're quite young. So Fancy Kelly with that that long ball pressure just to to go and win that. And um, yeah, they, they've done that. So um, they've, they've turned up after also losing to ourselves. So. See what, yeah. see what takes them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what they've got, who they've got next. I think they've got another tough game next weekend. Yeah, and obviously East Kilbride, the situation with East Kilbride's, East Kilbride Thistle's been a, a big kind of thing, but obviously during the week, obviously condolences to the family of Alan Patterson. Yeah. Kind of a lot of what you kind of memories are, and obviously a big, he was a big name in junior football, but obviously that a really kind of close relationship with East Kilbride and obviously the East Kilbride senior team. How, what was your kind of memories of Alan and how kind of sore a loss is this to the, kind of, the whole community, actually? Oh, it's difficult for me to comment on, Scott. I mean, I've been I've been out of the country for 13 years, so I'm at, I was over in Dubai and that, so I didn't really have any dealings with Alan, to be perfectly honest, but certainly past my condolence to him. I know he's left some young children um, behind, so uh, certainly a sad occasion, but I'm sure they're happy to see he's got Bright pick up three points on Saturday. Yeah, big result for them as well, obviously, due to the kind of manager situation. How and Finar, obviously, another team who have been quite impressive. That'll be a massive three points for them. Obviously, after the week they've had, but obviously, just results haven't been good enough. A big squad. The squad will obviously know that the results haven't been up to standard. So that'll be a massive three points for them. Yeah, we played them a couple of weeks ago, and uh, listen, they've got, they've got a lot of experience, mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of experience. Just, I think they don't have that, that the blend and the mix, right, of the experience and youth and legs round about the experienced boys. But listen, that's not for me to comment on. Um, there's a lot, of, we've got a lot of good players, and I think the experienced boys will drive, sort of set standards and drive and, and help turn that around. Whoever the manager will be, I'm not sure if they've announced yeah. that yet, have they? I don't think so, no. Garvin have got a new manager, though. Uh, Robert Wells has come in for Dorai Thistle, the amateur team. Uh, Dorai Thistle, uh, daily amateurs, by my sender, what Dorai. And a 1-1 draw against Les Mahego. That'll be a big point, because Les Mahego had a really good start as well. Can I even game, by the sounds of it? I think Garvin will, I think Garvin will pick up, because I think they've got a really, really good squad. Yeah, we played Garvin uh, a week and Saturday, actually down there, so yeah, that'll, be a, that'll be a tough game. But by all accounts, I heard they scored in the 91st minute. I think equaliser in the 91st minute. Um, so, yeah, I think... I think a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of people fancied Garvin to be up there, um, so I'm sure they'll, the new management team will be looking to sort of turn that around and get them back up the back up the division. Yeah, absolutely. And another team who are kind of looking to get a win, a, a couple of wins on the board, and they were a really good start so far. Are Drossen five one away to Solco. It's, I think are Drossen a really, really good side, and I think they will continue to keep her on going because it's. Although it looks they're sitting in 14 points, they're seventh behind obviously yourselves and that kind of top that those six teams that have kind of pulled away, there's a four-point gap, but they will get a run going because they've got a lot of really good players, and that's another big result. And they're, a new, they're a new team, and the team that's sort of just been put together over the summer. Um a new management team in there. The boy yeah, I know this is manager boy McGowan. Um so yeah, you know, in yeah, so I think. I think they will they will go on a run. I know they've got the boy that was from Chapel last year, is it Chrissy Craig, mm-hmm. um, who's got loads of quality. Um, so um, I'm sure they'll they'll be up there challenging when when the time's right. 
Yeah, absolutely. And the other result of the weekend, Killuk managed to get their first win of the season in their a 3-2-1 over Royal Albert. That's a big win for Killuk because they obviously just getting that first win, you know, it gives you a bit of confidence. Yeah, I think they'll kick on and build from that now. I know Paul's been working really hard to try and get players in and trying to attract players, which is tough when you're sitting at the bottom of the club division. Um, but I think he's such a likeable guy and I think he'll he'll certainly turn that around with the right people around him in a bit of time. Um, I think he's managed to bring in a couple of players and hopefully that result will let them kick on. Yeah, absolutely. One game in the fourth division and it was a, a really tight game. The two teams at the top of the table, 3-1, Colsaith Athletic 3. Colsaith Athletic, obviously, that's the sixth win of the season for six games and it was a it was kind of 200% records in the line, but Colsaith Athletic going to three, even that, not an easy journey by any stretch of the imagination and going yeah. there Three of a really good side, they had a really good start. Big result for Colsaith. Yeah, it's a big statement with Colsaith. I mean, I know they've got the young people refer to him as a young lad as a manager. He's, I mean, he's very young, but he's certainly he's certainly making people come uh, come round and, and take notice. And um, they've done well. He's, he's picked up a lot of good results. Three Rovers is obviously speaks for themselves. They're a big, big club as well, big side. So to go down there and get a result, well, it's, it's a great result. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a massive result for, for Colesite Athletic and gives them a three-point lead at the top of that table, but that will be another really competitive league. There's a lot of good teams in there, but we also had the Strathclyde Demolition Cup. I'll just run through the results and you can give me a, a result that caught your eye. My one is a, my one is obvious because this is an unbelievable game. Campbelltown 1, Thorn 2, Drumchapel 5, St Peter's 1, Eglinton 6, Port Glasgow 5, St Cadox 8, Harmony Road 0, West Park 1, Renfrew 2 and Whitlitz beat 4-3 penalties after a 3-3 draw. And we've got to start with that Eglinton game. I mean, just a, a goal fest. But what yeah. a result for Eglinton. Yeah, it must have been an exciting game to watch for the, <laughs> for the neutral anyway, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Massive result for Eglinton. I know how much they've obviously needed a, a kind of big run and to go to a team above you and, and win 6-5, Good result. St. Cadix obviously an 8 0 win over Harmony Row. Just a real, really impressive performance for St. Cadix. I think obviously John going back to Harmony Row, a big result for him. But result catcher in that that cup? Yeah, I think I think the the uh, St. Cadix result is quite a big result. Um 8 0 is a massive statement, isn't it? I, mean, I know they've not really played. I think they've only played four games in the league so far. Is that, is that right, uh, St. Yes. Cadix? So They've got a, a, again. They've got a lot of quality in their, in, their, in their side, and they'll be looking to sort of kick on from that. I think that really made a big statement for me that one. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chris Erskine and Grant Anderson both with hat tricks. It shows that they've these two can have really experienced players, and they're, they're both delivering on the park. It's massive for them. Yeah, definitely. And again, they'll have, they'll have that depth similar to Darwin Pollock. I think um, so. I expect them to be up there when it's when it matters. Yeah, I think they're going to have a really good season as well. But we'll touch, obviously, on, before we wrap up the show, Vela Clyde, we'll touch on a few of your games coming up. As you say, I'll touch on the Cup games first. You have, obviously, two away trips, Peter Sill and Ashfield in the South and West Cup. They're two massive chances to, to spring a surprise. Obviously, divisions above. How kind of confident are you feeling getting into those games? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're certainly looking forward to it. Peter Sill's a, Peter Sill's a massive, massive game for us. Um, we also were in the division last season, so mm-hmm. we're looking forward to, to taking that game on. Um, hopefully we've felt a bit, kept that run going that we're on just now to get into that game and, you know, our momentum can take you so far. So we'll, we'll be looking forward to it. The Premier, Premier side, 
there's no stretch of imagination. We won't be underestimating them at all. We'll give them all the respect, but we'll certainly be going at them and having a go at them. And so we we manage, we set the teams out. So we'll, we'll, we'll give them respect. We'll, we'll we'll definitely be going at them and going there to get through the next round of the cup. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, a case in the league as well. We said they're home to Lark Hall on Saturday, massive game away to Garvin. There's a few really kind of exciting games lined up for yourselves. Is it just a case of keeping that strong going and hopefully just building more and more confidence over the season? Yeah, that's right. I mean, from my side, I, we'll just take one one game at a time. Um, I, I just keep telling the boys, you know, we'll see this, and here, here he goes again. It's just, it's just the run starts the next game. That's it. What we've done the last six games, it doesn't matter. You're only as good as your last. You're only as good as your last game. Your next defeat. Um, so it's uh, we just need to go and keep keep building that momentum and uh, take each each game as it comes. I'll do my homework. I'll set us up properly. Um, Mendel set the team out. Um, we'll, we'll work hard uh, the next two days for that call game. Set up uh, the team how we think it should be set up for the game and go and approach it the same as we have for the last six. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as well, kind of that league. You just look how tight that league is. There's a lot of really good teams in it. Do you keep an eye on other teams in the league, or is it just focusing on your own team? Yeah, we just kind of focus on our, on our own dressing room. To be honest with you, um, what happens round about is we can't control. Um, we can only control what what's in our dressing room, what we do on a Saturday, um, and how how we apply ourselves at training. So um, it's all about. On Thursday there, I knew I knew we were going to have a big day, a big game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But that Thursday there was the best training session we've had since yeah. I came in. And we were really active, we were good. So we, we, we prepared right, we set up right, um, and then we build on from there. Brilliant. Colin, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thanks very much for going through the results and best of luck for the season ahead. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. I appreciate it. All Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers.